Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Footy with Dad podcast, where Julian and his son Jake will be discussing their weekly footy experiences together and their love of the game. Get ready for discussion, arguing, laughing and crying about all things football. Welcome to another episode of Footy with Dad. Well, today's the first episode we're doing after a Spurs defeat, which uh, is not too bad considering we're in October. But uh, before we start talking about the game, uh, please remember we are on socials. We are on Twitter at Footy with Dad and on Instagram and on Facebook as well. So uh, please do give us a follow on, on the socials. Jake, how are you? A uh, little, little bit down, um, of course, about the result yesterday. But I think the most upsetting thing is, I think as Spurs fans, I think we could all see that coming, couldn't we, yesterday? Well, we, we were worried during the week because obviously it looked like uh, Kulu wasn't going to make it. So there was speculation that uh, we were going to change the formation to uh, three five two and probably put Basuma in the middle. Uh, but there's one thing that Conte is, is stubborn. Um, and he played with only t- two midfielders in the middle. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've seen that. Well, we saw that yesterday. His, you know, his stubbornness not to, you know, not to change it. Um, a, few, a few player selections as well with the starting eleven. Um, he does seem a little bit stubborn and arrogant. Um, but yeah, no, he's won it all, I suppose. At times, you just need to trust the process, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because I, I did actually want him to play 3-5-2 and because I thought the Arsenal midfield was going to overrun us. But I think, you know, the, the way the game turned turned out in the first half, I actually thought we we, we played okay. I mean... The, the first the first 20 minutes I mean Arsenal started well and that they were certainly on top for the first you know 20 odd minutes and uh I felt when Partey scored they they probably deserved it on the balance of play yeah yeah it, it, it was a good goal but I mean um surely if you're shooting from that that sort of distance you need to be closed down much earlier yeah he was Thomas Party was absolutely free all by himself. I mean, yeah, it's a brilliant goal, um, but really there should have been at least one person covering in that position. Yeah, but 
Yeah, again, as we've seen in other games, it takes Spurs to go one down before we actually start start playing. And I, I felt after about 25 minutes, we actually, I wouldn't say opened them up, but you know, we certainly got at them and we had a few chances, didn't we? Yeah, I think Arsenal were playing a little bit of a high line at times, which... We, you know, we, we which we managed to expose, but you know, it was always just our final pass. You know, like whether the weight on the pass wasn't quite right, or we just couldn't make that final pass. Um, it was a bit frustrating. We had a few chances, like that Perisic chance, um, Richarlison chance, which I know did lead, uh, I believe, to him winning a penalty. We definitely had a couple chances in that first half. Um, in that that Perisic chance, what well, you know, someone of his quality. He should be doing yeah. a lot better, surely. Yeah, no, I agree. Not, you know, at least getting it on target, at least troubling the keeper. Um, but no, he blew it and got it wide. I mean, I know, obviously, I'm on Twitter a lot and there, there's certain things you can't do on Twitter. It was A, criticise Poch. It was B, criticise Conte. And I, I, know, I mean, we were talking about it earlier uh, I've been a little bit underwhelmed by Perisic this season. He certainly can put in a good cross, and he has, and he's had had a few assists. But I don't know. I, I don't know about you, but I was expecting a bit more from him so far. I haven't been, I haven't been blown away by him, but I don't think, I don't think I've been disappointed by him. I think, I think he brought high expectations with Spurs fans. I think. I think Spurs fans maybe expected him to be the answer to all our problems on the left-hand side, um, which doesn't look like he's going to be, but I still think there's a quality player there. I still think he's good, and he hasn't left me being disappointing, uh, sorry, disappointed from him, um, but I can, I, can ex- I can accept and I can agree that maybe he hasn't lived up to some of Tottenham's expectations. Yeah, no, listen, it's still early days. It's only eight games in. He's still got to adjust to the Premier League. So, uh, I mean, he's a quality player, don't get me wrong. But, you know, sometimes with quality players, you, you you probably do expect a little bit more. And even when he, you know, received that pass, I wasn't 100% confident he was going to finish that. And, and normally a, a quality player, you know, you, you would expect them to at least get it on target. So I was a little bit disappointed because... You know, at the Emirates, you're not going to have that many chances. And I felt that that was a very good chance. But um, on 31 minutes, we, uh, we we got a penalty. We, we, we thought the goal scoring opportunity, you know, was behind us because, you know, Richarlison got put in by Son, but it wasn't the best of balls by Son, um, which obviously made Richarlison have to go wide of the keeper. And um, I mean, he he did finally, you know, get brought down. But uh, you know, Kane, I was worried because I know obviously Kane practiced penalties uh, against Ramsdale in the England setup, so you weren't sure what he was going to do. But um, you know, if, if there's one thing that Kane loves, it, it's scoring against the Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think however many penalties you can face against Harry Kane. I think it's inevitable. You never know where he's going to go. And that is just the beauty about it. Yeah, no. And uh, unlike a lot of his penalties, he just put it straight down the middle. I think there were 
bit of mind games there with Ramsdale. Um, yeah. You know, a lo- lot of his penalties he does put in the corner, but uh, he went straight down the middle. Um, and then I thought he played okay uh, for the remaining of the first half. And I wouldn't say I was confident at half time we were going to go on and win. And, you know, I know you told me at the time you'd be quite happy with a draw, but I felt, you know, first 20 odd minutes, certainly it was Arsenal. Um, and I thought we came more into the game and, you know, we, we, we had chances, certainly, uh, you know, um, to, to score from open play. So I thought we had a slight momentum uh, by equalising, but uh, all that really sort of went out the window early in the second half by just a complete howler, really, by Hugo, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know, second half starts, just want to keep it tight for the first five, ten minutes of the second half. Um, and we do the complete opposite. I think it was, what, two, three minutes in. Um, I love Hugo. I still think he's a quality keeper, but it is a howler from him. Maybe he's not fully fit because I know, um, I, you know, I, I heard rumours earlier in the week that he may be out for this game. Maybe he wasn't fully fit, but still just needed to keep hold of that ball, which he doesn't. And at the end of the day, it was an easy tapping for Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you can really blame Romero. I mean, it came out very quickly to him. He couldn't get his feet in position. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, it squirmed under Hugo's body. Um, Unfortunately, it, it, it was his fault. But there was still, you know, that was after, what, you know, 50 minutes. You know, there was still... Plenty of time left. And I, I didn't think the game was over then. Mm. Um, that, that, you know, obviously our, our backs were against it, but I certainly thought didn't think the game was over. Um, I did, however, think the game was totally over when your friend, your mate, Royale, um, got sent off on the uh, 62nd minute. I mean, that is just appalling from him. I know we've had a few disagreements um, in previous weeks about Emerson but there's just no need he's going the other way uh, I think it was Martin and he was going towards his own goal um, you know he wasn't going anywhere there was no need to put in with you know a horrible challenge like that there was absolutely no need um, do you not think it was slightly harsh no for, for me it is a red card it's a, it's a reckless challenge Um his foot is not on the floor. It's in the air. Uh, it, at first, when I first saw it, I was a bit... I was high. I mean, you know, I th- think the uh, commentator said it was a high challenge. It, it, it was just above his ankle. Um, so I, I don't think it was a high challenge. I think I think it was a reckless challenge. And I think at the end of the day, he gave the referee a decision to make, which he shouldn't be making. Um, yeah. it, as you say, he wasn't going anywhere. And I, I think it, you know, I think if 10 referees saw that, I think five would send you off uh, and five wouldn't. So I can't complain about the red. I, I think, yeah. you know, it, it was a stupid decision. Other refs may have, you know, just just given him a yellow. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think two, one down, down to 10 men. We, we, we sort of, I mean, I think Conte gave up and I was slightly disappointed. I know we've got, um, unlike Arsenal, a big Champions League game during the week. But, you know, he made pretty much four substitutions straight away. W- were you a bit disappointed that he sort of gave up after 70-odd minutes, 65, 70 minutes? 
I'm not that disappointed. I think I just think he saw the bigger picture. I couldn't see us getting back into the game once Emerson got sent off. Um, and if he didn't bring on, you know, more more defensive players, like I know he brought on Basuma, um, he, uh, he brought on Doherty as well. We could have easily lost yesterday four. Five. Yeah, because he got sent off on sixty two, and then Arsenal scored their third on sixty seven. Um, yeah. which, you know, was only, you know, literally five minutes after we went down to 10 men, obviously a defender short. We didn't really, you know, I think maybe Conte should have made a, a substitution straight after, got got another defender on because yeah. defence wasn't sorted. They then went 3-1 three up. Uh, three, one up. Um, and I, I think, you know, Conte then, you know, sort of threw, threw in the towel and, you know, made his four substitutions, which... You know, yeah, I think 3-1, 10 men was highly unlikely. And I think, you know, with the Champions League game on Tuesday night, um, you know, he took off Son, took off Richarlison. Um, and he just felt, obviously, you know, just, you know, rest players. Um, the, the game was over. I was worried, actually, that they were going to get five or six, <laughs> you know, with 20 yeah. minutes odd to go. Um, so I was quite pleased in a way. It could have got a lot worse. But, um, you know, we, we, we really did nothing for the last, you know, 20, 25 minutes, which in the London derby against Arsenal, we, you, you do want to see something. And uh, I was slightly disappointed that we gave up maybe as as early as we did after 80 minutes. Yes, I can understand. But, um, you know, to make those four substitutions, you know, when we were 3-1 down, we're still, you know, 20 plus minutes to go. Um, but, you know, listen, you know, he's got to manage the squad and uh, I, I think it was highly unlikely we were going to get back into it anyway. What, 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 what did you make about taking Son and Richardson off and keeping Kane on? Could, could you see... You know, um, I can't. I, I do understand that, like you said, we've got a massive game midweek. Um, I think three one down, twenty odd minutes to go with ten men. Um, I think even Conte would have met. I mean, I, I mean, to be fair, any substitution shows you clearly thought that we there's no way back for us. Um, and that's why he did throw in the towel and you know make those four or five substitutions at that time. Um. Yeah, you just got to look at the bigger picture. The game was done. We've got a massive must-win game, which we'll get on to later on Tuesday night, um, which he clearly had both sides on from like the 70 minutes onwards. Yeah, no, definitely. So, I mean, credit where credit's due. Arsenal do look good this season, don't they? Yeah, no, they, they do. And I think they probably will... Uh, it pains me to say, but I think they will probably end up getting top four this season. I mean, uh, I mean, we just finished watching the City game. Unfortunately for them and for us, I don't think anyone's coming near City this season. Um, but no, look, Arsenal, they do look impressive. Um, they've beaten a decent Spurs team, you can say. Um, they've got somewhat of a test against, well, a mediocre Liverpool team at the moment. It'll be interesting to see how they do. Um, but yeah, I've, I've no doubt. I think Arsenal will probably get top four this season. I think what's interesting is Arsenal have certainly improved their first 11. And I think it's fair to say Spurs probably improved their squad. I think a lot of Spurs fans would have liked to have seen, you know, more quality players that could go straight into our first 11. Um, you know, I don't think we've addressed the right back situation. Uh, I mean, certain friends of ours 
you know, last night were saying the only positive out of yesterday was Emerson um, now misses three games. Oh, including me. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I mean, I've always stood up for Emerson uh, up to to now. I I think, um, I I think, I think defensively he's not bad. Um, I don't think he's a brilliant defender, but, you know, defence, he's a lot better than he is obviously attacking and um, you know it's very spursy that a player spends about a million pounds to improve um, your performance and then goes and gets sent off (laughs) Um, but you know my my patience with him you know I think after yesterday I I think it you know I think it is time to give Spence a call um, a a chance I, I don't think Spencer's going to get that call from Conte. I think now Doherty is going to get a chance uh, of a run of games whilst uh, Emerson is banned, and uh, which is a shame because we would like to see what what he's capable of doing. Yes, it's a big jump from the Championship um, to the Premier League, but you know Delhi Ali did it and did it quickly. So we're not going to know unless he's given that chance. So. Um, yeah, listen, uh, first defeat of the season, disappointing. It's disappointing that yet again we go to the Emirates and sort of, you know, cave in really. Um, you know, two very bad individual mistakes with Emerson and uh, obviously Hugo. So I think a lot of the um, lot, lot of the three points to Arsenal was down to our downfall. Um, I think they probably deserved to win, uh, don't get me wrong. Um, but, you know, that, that first 20, 25 minutes, they were very good and they were very good sort of, you know, early on in the second half as well. So they are a much improved team. I think they look very, very strong this season. Um, they spent big again um, during the summer. But um, listen, you know, it, it, it's a long season. We'll see how they do when they play Thursday night um, and, and Sundays, you know, more regularly. And, um, you know, let's see what happens. But um, as you say, it's a big week for Spurs. We've got um, Champions League on Tuesday. So the games now after, you know, sort of two to three week break come thick and fast. Um, And again, probably we we certainly mustn't lose Um, a draw. mm, Don't know. Um, Is it a must win game? Um. I mean, it's easy to say it's a must-win game, but I think you're right. I think it's more of a must-not-lose game. I don't think a draw would be the end of the world, like I said. Um, I think if we win our two home games uh, remaining, we should be all right. We should be, well, we should finish at least second. Um, then I wouldn't be gutted with uh, with a point on Tuesday night, but realistically, following a very disappointing tunnel defeat to Sporting in our last game in the Champions League. We need to be leaving Frankfurt with three points, in my opinion. It's a game we definitely can win. Um, I know if you know it's a tough place to go, but look, Sporting won 3 0 there. Um, so it looks like they definitely can be got at, um, and we just need to take advantage of them, really. Yeah, no, I, I, I think a point isn't the end of the world because I think. You know, we, we get a point, we're on four points in total, win our remaining two home games, puts us on 10. Um, that that should be enough. That should be enough. But a victory would certainly uh, set us up very nicely to qualify for the knockout stages. So uh, fingers crossed uh, for Tuesday night. 
Um, and then the, the other game yesterday that, that really stood out was uh, Liverpool. Liverpool 3-3 at home to Brighton. What is going yeah. on with Liverpool? I mean, it's what, eight games now, I think, eight games into the season and they still haven't got their act together. You know, we saw they weren't looking great after, you know, two or three games. We thought, okay, maybe they'll just sort it out after, you know, the next game or so. But we're now in October and they still they still don't look convincing. I'm sure by the end of the season, most likely they'll be in the top four. They will be up there. I don't think they will be challenging. I don't think anyone will be challenging City for the league this season. Um, I think they will turn it around. Um, but they're, they're running out of games. Uh, you know, there's 38 games this season. Eight have already passed them. Um, and yeah. Ten points behind City. But yeah, exactly. Um, that, that is a hell of a lot after only eight games. Yeah, I mean, like I said. The way I City are playing, you can't see them losing, you know, four games. Um, yeah. You know, which Liverpool would need to win to, to, to you know, to, to make up. So it's a big difference already um i mean i think they seem to be conceding the first goal in a lot of games there i mean van dyke doesn't look the same and i think you know in a lot of matches southgate has been proved right with the way trent um is defending i mean he was at fault for a couple of goals yesterday and um he, he's getting found out defensively for sure this season no he is for sure um, yeah, we saw there were a few defensive errors again from Trent Alexander-Arnold. But, you know, I think it's just common knowledge at this rate that we know Trent Alexander-Arnold, he is a liability at the back. But going forward, you have to say he's still quality. Yeah, no. Um, listen, it's weird because when I, when Liverpool came back to 3-2, you just think, you know, that, that they go on and win it now. Brighton have blown their chance. But... Uh, they, they came back again, Brighton, and uh, obviously it's too early to say that their new manager, you know, what's he going to do? But it's a very encouraging start, um, and rather worryingly for Spurs, we, we obviously got Brighton next week, so uh, the new management manager bounce, <laughs> um, typical, um, but that's going to be a tough game at the Amex. So you and I are going uh, next Saturday evening, 5.30 kickoff. Um early days but what are your thoughts on that game we need to get you know we need to get back on track needs to be three points Brighton they do look good this season like you just said with the manager bounce as well it's not going to be a walk in the park it's going to be it's going to be a tough game it's probably going to be a physical game Um, but we just need to make sure we do what we need to do to get three points yeah, no, definitely, definitely. But uh, it wasn't a totally disaster day because even though Spurs lost uh, in the early kickoff, you went to uh, watch your local team, Boringwood, and yeah. uh, you saw a 3-1 victory. Yeah, at least I saw a positive 3-1 result yesterday. Very good performance from my boys at Boringwood. Good 3-1 win. Yeah, no, I, I, funny enough, I was uh, because you were there, I was watching it. It was live on BT, so... Uh, I thought the uh, the West Ham Wolves game was pretty boring, to be honest. So I actually ended up watching uh, most of the uh, boring wood. I saw the second and third goals live uh, on, on TV. So, uh, yeah, at least you saw one victory yesterday, I suppose. Yeah. So I think that's all we've got time for uh, for this episode. Um, disappointing to uh, obviously record 
um, after a Spurs defeat. But, uh, you know, can't be too greedy. First defeat of the season. We're in October. Um, I know a lot of uh, Arsenal fans and personalities and journalists um, on, on Twitter last night were saying uh, North London is red, which uh, I find a bit odd when, um, you know, there's Champions League football this week and uh, Arsenal aren't in it and uh, Spurs are. So uh, they've started the season well, Arsenal, but uh, let's just uh, let's just see how the season pans out. Spurs haven't yet clicked. Uh, it's, it's not gelling at the moment. I think there is certainly room for improvement. I think we've got to improve the... Uh, the, the right-hand side um, of, of our formation, definitely. Um, and hopefully we get Kulu back. I know he was having another scan on his hamstring. So uh, hopefully that's not too serious and, and we'll, we'll see him back, um, if not Tuesday, certainly uh, for next week's game at Brighton. So have a good week. Um, we've um, we've got uh, a great guest hopefully coming on uh, next week's episode. So um Until next week, um, come on you Spurs. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.